Hey, everybody. Before we get started into this awesome episode, we have a lot of things to unpack, but I wanted to mention a free uh, guide for this episode that you can go download. Uh, it's available at hotthrow.com forward slash kickstart, and it is essentially a checklist to go through and like help you build your business. So we tackle like books to read, creating your business plan, bank account, accounting system, all the things. We'll get into all of this in the episode, but um, we just have a lot of links, helpful links in this as well. So if you're interested in that, please go to hotthrow.com forward slash kickstart and get your free checklist today. Thanks. I hope you enjoy the episode. Yeah, no, you're fine. I don't know what I'm doing. You're fine. We're <laughs> we're doing fine. We can edit anything and everything out. It's well, it's that's good. Be that's why I'm glad I don't have my own like radio show because I'd be like, okay, can we start over? Because we <laughs> totally screwed up. Can we just start over. I can't. Oh, it live. live. <laughs> Dang, go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I keep okay. drinking my wine, and then you look at me, and I'm like, oops, I'm supposed to say something. Welcome to Hot Throw, a show about the craft of candle making in small business. I'm Christina, one of your co-hosts, and Alex is also with me today. In today's show, we'll be covering the basics you need to know to start your business. At this point in listening to the show, you've probably found a new love of candle making and you're ready to turn your newfound hobby into a business. That's a huge disclaimer for this entire episode. We'll give you our opinions, but the disclaimer is that we are not attorneys and for anything that's uh, related to legal matters in your state or country, we would recommend consulting with a professional attorney or lawyer, whatever. Yeah, don't um, sue us. <laughs> don't, don't sue us, please. So I guess uh, why, why is now a good time for starting a candle business? I mean, it's kind of like having a kid, like there really is no good or bad time. <laughs> um, you just got to start. Just if you decided one day that you were going to make candles, then yes, that is the time that you need to start your business. So I think now is a good time for starting a candle business because it is really awesome to be your own boss. You're the only person you have to answer to. And that's what I love about the business. You get That's to true. call the shots and, you know, do whatever you want to do. Uh, make your candles look how they want to look. Make your labels, everything. Your business is your business. Creating and learning how to build and grow a business. Creating a unique brand that sets you apart from the rest, uh, including label designs, colors or no colors, uh, different types of vessels, packaging, etc. I think some of the other cool benefits of starting a candle business is just having the flexibility of your schedule. Um, you know, you can work whenever you want. You want to work it in the middle of the night? You can. If you want to work during lunchtime, you can. For me, it's more of a side business. And so I work in the evenings and the weekends as much as I can. And that's what I think most people do. They go to work, they come home, they make candles. Well, you do it. You do this full time, don't you? I do this full time. Yes. Yeah. So what I do you have... do? You're always making candles. <laughs> always. <laughs> when I'm not tending to my dog, my puppy, my kids, I mean, got lots of stuff going on. But yes, I have. I do have more time to make candles, and I am thankful for that. 
I think another thing that's nice about you running your own business and even the candle business is that you get to control the social media posts and ads. And it's like, I don't know, you get to, you get to control what is being said about your company out there. I mean, uh, obviously, unless you have like some negative customer feedback, which we'll get into in another episode, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's nice to put together the social media posts and I don't know, I, I always have fun coming up with like clever. I mean, when you start a business, you're like the one person doing everything yes. and because of that, you have to be good at marketing. You have to be good at like, which covers like social media. You have to be good at accounting, which oh. I suck at and I don't like, yes. it's not my strong suit, right? <laughs> You have to be good at all sorts of different things. And it's so it is what I do enjoy about it, though, is learning about all those different areas. Like I wouldn't have it any other way. I think it's so much fun to learn about marketing and see, like, if I run this Facebook ad or if I go to this event, what are my sales going to be like? And compare yeah. that to another one. Well, and I'm know? so thankful for YouTube because without YouTube, we would be so lost you could just take a quick crash course in marketing. And once you get to the point where you're making enough money making candles, then you can start hiring people. Like I'm waiting for the day I can hire a bookkeeper because I hate bookkeeping yeah. <laughs> so much. So, or I can marry an accountant, you know, I'm single, any accountants out there? Um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one thing I, wanted to point out is just to stop and think about this like it is so easy to start a business today and you you literally have it so good our great grandparents didn't have side hustles they didn't yeah. have like they didn't have the ability to do this right. so you have the greatest opportunity available and like the internet is a miracle you can yeah. literally literally start a business in a few clicks yep um and the best part is that you were able to start a business and grow in the midst of a pandemic. Like how, how freaking cool is I that? Know, like that is there's so cool. much opportunity. That's, yeah. that's what I think is. <laughs> so that's why, that's why now is a good time to start a candle business because. Yeah. I really didn't think that it was going to be successful, but apparently everyone that stays home needs to burn candles, like lots of them. So. Everybody's trying to keep their everybody. stress levels low. Yes. Stress levels and everything else. Yeah. Those lavender candles. <laughs> I'm a I'm a eucalyptus mint kind of guy. Like oh. I love eucalyptus and mint. Man, it calms me right down. That's literally the best. I freaking love those scents. Yeah, together. I have a customer. He'll buy like five eucalyptus spearmints from me. That's yep. like his scent. Yep, <laughs> it's super nice. Yeah. So you're probably asking yourself, like, where do you where do you even start? Listening to this podcast, following things on YouTube. There's all sorts of resources out there for you to start, but there are a couple that we would like to recommend. And the reason you we want to recommend these is because like, I, I truly believe that you should never invest in something that you don't understand. You need to spend time researching and learning how to correctly run a business before you just like jump all in and do this. Like right. there are people who have a story that just jumped in and they figured it out and that's fine. Like a lot of times, most of us fly by the seat of our pants. Like <laughs> there's a whole lot of that going on. I'm and, <laughs> and, and that's okay too, but you need to have a basic idea of like, like just some good common sense to get yourself started. And so we would recommend reading the two following books. And the first one is Start With Why 
by Simon Sinek. And his whole thing is people don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. And understanding your why for your business is extremely important. Oh, yes. So what is your why? Oh, sh don't. Touche. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I was just kidding. If I had to answer right now, which you asked me, I think my why is really to create a business where I can learn about how to run a business and uh, where I'm able to help teach myself and my family members how to run a business and things like sales and customer service, all those types of things. I'm a sarcastic guy and I, I like to spread humor through my candles. And so that's what I want to do. That's, that's kind of my why. You've read Business Boutique, yeah? I did. Um, I've read it's it been a while times. for me. Yeah. yeah it, it has been a very long time because originally I started out painting furniture and I basically would flip furniture myself or I would paint other people's furniture and then they would pay me. And so I started this other business called Southern Project Mom. And that's when I first read Business Boutique. And I just love it. Christy Wright, she's, she is so transparent and gives you really good advice about starting your own business. And she works for Dave Ramsey, in case you didn't know. And it is about making good financial decisions in your business as well. I just think it's an overall good book if you are starting your own business, whether it's just online or if you are gonna have a storefront or even if that's a future goal for you. Yeah, one of my favorite things about this book is that she uses like this three-tier cake system in it in describing like, okay, you need a foundation. So you're going to build your first layer of your cake. Right. And she talks about how that's like the entire premise is like you have these three different tiers, but it's a really good, like if I had to sum it up really quickly, I would say it's a really good business boot camp that also covers a lot of like good sound financial decision making. And then one of the quotes that I just pulled out of the book that really kind of stuck with me is she says, putting yourself out there feels vulnerable and risky. And I know personally that like every single time I get in front of this microphone and every single time that I put a post into the Facebook group and every single time I go to an event and every single time I do all of these things, like it, it I feel vulnerable and I feel yes. it is risky because you never know what people are going to, how they're going to take your, your basic question or answer or whatever. But she says anything worth doing usually does make you feel that way. And so that really, I mean, it drives home the feeling of just like, it's worth it, it you is. know? And, and so I, that's one of my favorite things about the book. Yeah. And I was really worried about people judging me, especially like on my, you know, Facebook posts, am I giving good content or, you know, are people just not going to like it or not care? And the way I think about it is at least I'm doing it, you know, at least I'm putting myself out there. Yeah, you're creating. <laughs> I mean, then your competitor is putting you out of business, right? Someone else right. is doing it. If you don't do it, like someone else is going to do it. Right. So something else you're going to need is a business plan. And this is probably one of the most boring things, but it also like, I think it was like when I did my business plan, I felt like it was really boring, but I used Christy Wright's business boutique to start with it. And she actually got me excited about it. She has good prompts 
for you to start writing your business plan, but it's a it, essentially a business plan is a formal written document containing things like your business goals, what steps you're going to take to attain those goals, and a time frame in which those goals will be achieved. It can also state the nature of the business, the background story and financial plans and strategies. It's basically a roadmap to guide you through your business journey. Having a business plan gives you focus and it reminds you of why you're doing things. It's kind of, I mean, it kind of comes into to your why a little bit, right? Um, but making sure to have a business plan will allow you to remind yourself of what you're doing and how to stay focused. So let's talk about business structure. So my company is currently a sole proprietorship and I know yours is an LLC. Is that correct? Yes, yes it is. So for those that have no idea what these are, a sole proprietorship is an unincorporated business owned and run by one person. And this is like literally the bare bones, simplest setup you can do. There are reasons where you might want to consider a li limited liability company. An LLC is a business structure that can combine pass-through taxation of a partnership or sole proprietorship with the liability of a corporation. It's a legal form of a company that provides limited liability to its owners. So they're really well known for their flexibility between sole proprietorship and limited liability company, it really depends on what you want to do personally. Like if you just want to get started on your own, it's just you, a sole proprietorship is the way to go. If you want and plan to grow your business beyond like, I mean, a sole proprietorship can still grow, but a limited liability company and LLC is also a very good starting point. It does cost a little bit more to do from a legal standpoint to register with your state and with the federal government. but. I mean, they're both really good options. According to my research, an LLC gives a false sense of security. If we as candle makers are assuming we won't be personally liable for someone burning our house down with our quote, faulty candles. Yes. It protects against debt collections, but not owner wrongdoings, right? And so I think that's why it's called a limited liability because there's a limited liability. Um, and so this is why we candle makers also pay for business liability insurance, which I would argue is more important than an LLC yeah. itself, but it totally depends. So what else do we need? So in order to receive money, you're going to need a bank account. Heck yes, we do. And if you mix your personal expenses with your business expenses, you're more likely to receive an audit from the IRS. And you don't really want to do that because when tax season rolls around, it's just going to be a huge mess. And you want to have everything on one bank account. I'm not perfect. I have used my personal expenses for business, but hey, we all make mistakes. Just try not to do it very often. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is to make sure to keep a record of all your receipts, invoices, orders, and payment methods that you use. And when going to set up a bank account, I would recommend just a local bank um, or a local, like a bank or a local credit union. Really, the only thing you're going to need is a basic checking account and savings account. You do not need or you should not 
set up any additional credit products with this account. Things like line of credits, credit cards, etc. And here's why. Having debt attached to your business amplifies risk. When you make a mistake and you buy the wrong freaking jars and you buy a shiz ton of them, you're going to have a bad time if you have to pay that money back and you made a huge mistake and they're the wrong jars. When you make mistakes with your company, it is much harder to recover from those mistakes when you owe other people money. So this is why I have I run my, my business completely debt-free. I have no debt and my business runs itself. This is also why it's good to stay small as long as possible because you don't want to accrue a bunch of debt, especially when you're first starting out. You'll be over your head in debt in no time and no way to pay it back. This is how businesses fail. It's like one of the top five reasons freaking businesses fail is because they don't know how to manage the money and they go into debt. Um, yes, and that's what Christy Wright talks about a lot in her book. So right. that's why it's super important. Right. Also, and I think you mentioned this in a previous episode, but you need to be extremely intentional with how you spend your money and only use money from your business bank account. I would just say the intentionality is a very powerful thing when it comes to running your business because when you're intentional with your money, it means you're spending with focus. Like it's okay to spend your money to buy inventory, to make your candles and to promote your business. And you have more power when you are in control of how you're spending rather than your money controlling you. Exactly. Yes. Okay. So not only do I follow the DIY candle making page, but I follow this really fun um, other page and it's called Scent Sluts and Fragrance Hose. So shout out to Jessalyn Noel for creating this group. There's also a de-stash group where you can sell all the stuff that you don't use. But I see so many times in this group where people have like 50,000 cents and it's like ridiculous. I know, I know like you have to um, live up to the name where it says scents, sluts and fragrance hose because you wouldn't be a scent slut or a fragrance hoe if you didn't have a whole bunch of fragrances. But there are just so many people I see that purchase every single scent and I try to make sure, you know, I ask people's opinions on it and y'all have to tell me what y'all think about cashmere plum because I've seen so many posts. <laughs> people are like, you say cashmere plum is amazing and then some people hate it. So you'll have to leave that in the comments and let us know, you know, what y'all actually think about it because I see more posts about that scent. But anyway. That's what I'm talking about is being intentional about how you spend your money. You don't just go on Wooden Wick or Candle Science or Aztec and order scents that you know you won't even like yourself or that you don't even think your customers are going to like just because you want to smell it. I mean, you can order a sample of it, but also don't order a hundred samples because why? Why do you need that many? <laughs> yeah. I know some people will disagree with me. But um, I personally don't buy scents that I don't think other people are going to like or that I'm not going to like myself. Yeah, no, that's really good advice. I, I would also say like when you do purchase them, start out with a sample. Get a tiny bit, enough to make two or three candles, maybe even just a single candle. 
and make sure it smells good in the wax that you're using in the container make sure you use it you have your a good cold throw and hot throw or maybe it's not just a candle maybe you're doing wax melts or something all of those things make sure it smells good and all of that before you go in and buy like 16 ounces or five pounds or whatever the heck like take it easy take yeah. it slow it's gonna be okay yes um, yeah also um what is really good is a lot of these companies when you make your purchases if there's some weird scent that you have no idea what it smells like guess what you get a free sample in your order so take advantage of those free samples because save that for the stuff that you're like not sure about everything else make sure that you love it your customers love it or you even you know that's what you think they're gonna love because it's hard to smell I mean, I wish there was like a scratch and sniff on our, you know, phones or computers so we could smell everything, but there's, unfortunately, that hasn't happened yet. But if you're looking at the name and it just doesn't sound like something that you would normally buy, but you get a free sample, go ahead and order it. <laughs> That's like perfect opportunity. So when it comes to managing your money, another thing that you're going to need is an accounting system. You're going to need a way to track purchases, track your money coming into your business, track the money going out to pay your bills and such. Three good places to start here is one, a simple Google spreadsheet. It's free. docs.google.com forward slash spreadsheets. The second one is Wave Accounting. This is actually what I use. It will integrate with your bank account so you can just tie it to that there and it will drop all of the transactions into the app itself. You can find that at www.waveapps.com. And then the third one that is a, it's a paid option is QuickBooks. And they have a plan that's, it's called Simple Start for about $12.50 a month. And QuickBooks is like a staple. It also integrates with your bank account and everything else. I actually heard about Wave accounting the other day and I was like, oh, I never, you know, knew about that, but it is a free resource. And like I said, I hate bookkeeping. So anything that's super easy for me where I can upload receipts and keep track of my expenses is awesome. So y'all should definitely try that. Yeah, we used it last year when it came to tax season and it was super nice because you can just like click a few things and get all the information you need for your tax person. Yeah, sometimes I feel so professional because it's like, <laughs> you know, so fancy and in-depth and like it's really good. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. I have like a an 11 ounce tumbler. It actually only holds eight ounces of wax, but don't tell anybody. But um, <laughs> I'm, putting, I'm putting that in the show. So um, I have to double wick them though. But interesting. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Let's. Hey, we want to interrupt really quick to tell you about our new custom wick holders that fit the Candle Science 9-ounce straight-sided jar, the 8-ounce mason jars, and any mason jar with a regular mouth, and it also fits a, an 8-ounce jelly jar. We started selling these on our website, and all the proceeds go back into the podcast. So it's a great way to support the show. Just as a quick update, we are also working on some member-only content that we'll be putting up on the website, so keep a lookout for that. All right, so the next thing you're going to need is insurance. 
uh, when you start a business that could potentially lead to a lawsuit if something terribly goes wrong, God forbid, you'll need to make sure you're covered. I know a lot of candle makers that use Next Insurance because it can completely cover your assets without breaking the bank. I believe it's about $10 a month. I could be wrong. Alex, correct me. I think it's only $10 a month, which is amazing. And it's super affordable. And you get, I believe you get 30% off when you first sign up. So that's a plus as well. Nice. And as far as insurance that I just use, I haven't used Next Insurance. I looked at it. I, I never, I didn't, I didn't get in touch with them or talk to anybody on the phone, which probably would have helped me. Um, but I went the handcrafted soap and cosmetic guild route, which is HSCG or it's soapguild.org. And um, we'll have a link to Next and the Soap Guild in our show notes, but. The cool thing about the Handcrafted Soap and Cosmetic Guild is that you have to sell soap in order to qualify for candle insurance, but they do have a really good candle insurance, but you have to sell soap. And so we started selling our, for our business, we just started selling simple melt and pour soaps. <clears throat> and we're actually looking at getting into some uh, cold process soap, which I haven't, have I shown you that? Uh, is it the pumpkin? What? No. So that was one that we played around with, but we're probably going to wholesale from somebody who does it better than we do. And this is what we have making so, right now. Okay. So it's like, it's black, right? Yeah. It's black and white. Of course. Because, okay. So since we're recording this podcast, we actually have like a video so we can actually see each other because he's in Utah. I'm in Alabama. You can see the person you're talking to, but I'm looking at his soaps right now. And he asked me which ones I like the best. And he has this really cool, like, uh, black and white swirl soap. Yeah. And it's like super cool. Um, also, he has a another soap that's like white on the top and bottom and then black in the middle but it's not like completely straight across but it like looks really clean like I, that's the yeah. one i like the most as i said it kind of reminds me of like a tuxedo you know like all crisp and clean and like you know yeah black and white we'll see which ones i mean we we're actually going to do the swirl and the the straight lines so we also have a diagonal one but that one's like not popular yeah um but the reason we're doing it is one, we like to support other businesses around us if we can, and they make a really great product. This is just made by actually a coworker's wife, and she's been making cold process soap for years. And we're just barely entering this cold process soap world. And so that's why I'm like, let's just support them and have them make it. And also the cure time on cold process soap is like six weeks or more. Ooh, like. So you got to be making like, like, I don't know, in January, you got to be planning for next, next Christmas to make soaps. Seriously. Anyways, we got a little sidetracked, but, um, I think it paid like 475 for an entire year of my insurance. It's somewhere 475, maybe it's for $480, um, to have like, uh, I, I also, I, I obviously get the like soap insurance in case somebody uses my soap and it like jacks up their skin or something, but I also get the candles insurance in case I burn a house down, which it's, I mean, like, let's be honest, we are putting open flames in people's homes. Like, I mean, we aren't technically doing it and yes, it does 
require like some level of common sense, but you'd be surprised some of the people in these Facebook groups of the things that they post that their their customers oh, do. Yeah. I feel like you have a story about this. Yes, I do. <laughs> so I saw one post where it was in a bathroom by a bathtub and they had some Lysol spray, aerosol. And it was right next to the candle in the picture that they sent to the person and you can comment. I know there's somebody out there that's going to be like, that was my customer. <laughs> but they posted a picture of their candle completely engulfed in flames, sitting next to this aerosol can of Lysol. So everyone's putting two and two together. They're like, okay. But someone would still try to sue you over it, even though obviously you can tell there's an aerosol can sitting next to an open flame which is a no-go right but people will see you for anything you know they'll see you for coffee being too hot you know so <laughs> turns out coffee is hot yep it's very yes, true it and it needs to say it's hot on the container or you know you're not going to know <laughs> <laughs> yeah as far as insurance goes, you don't necessarily have to have insurance right when you get started. I know that some people might uh, disagree with that. That's okay. You can get started. Like I got started and I didn't have insurance and I was selling mostly to friends and family. I did start selling online and I was still okay. Like the majority of the people that I sell to, I, I haven't had anything like the packages that have arrived broken or like warped or whatever for any reason, I just automatically replace no questions asked. And because of that, I think it, the product that they receive is something that's not technically going to burn their house down. That being said, once I had enough money to make the purchase for insurance, I did it because it made sense. It's the right decision to make. It is. So get insurance when you can but you can start a business without insurance don't let anybody tell you differently right just get it when you can that's that would be my last final sense on it i don't know do you have anything else to add um besides the fact that i don't have insurance <laughs> i'm gonna go ahead and sign up right now guys no i'm just kidding <laughs> don't don't share that because people are gonna be like what she's been doing this for 16 you want me to edit that out Probably. Well, I mean, is it funny? It's kind of funny. Okay, so you you just said, do you have any input? Um, I really don't have input because I don't have insurance, uh, which is a really bad thing to do. Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I know, I know. I'm gonna sign up as soon as I get off of here. I'm gonna go ahead and sign up for my insurance because now I feel <laughs> I feel guilty about it and maybe I'm just that confident maybe I'm just confident I'm not going to burn anybody's house down but you know I need I need insurance I know I definitely need insurance and you do too <laughs> so moving on to a website if you're starting a business in 2020 you must have a website there are so many options out there We'll be doing more episodes on the different options available and kind of what you get with them. But we would recommend looking into the following. My website is run on squarespace.com. I love it. I could tell you, I could talk about it all day long, which I probably will in another episode. Christina uses SquareUp, which recently purchased Weebly. Is that correct? 
So it's kind of a mix now. I can do two different things on two different apps, which some people like to just do everything from one app, but from Weebly, I can respond to messages and look at my orders and um, look at who subscribed to my website and all that stuff. But in Square, I can update my inventory. I can change my product photos. I'm sure I can do it on both, but I found that it's easier on Square to do product photos and inventory. And then on Weebly, I do more customer interaction. So I can see all my orders and I can see who has subscribed and all that stuff. I just like having two different areas. Some people just like to have everything in one app, but I like how I can use more than one to do stuff and I'm not limited yeah. by one thing. Another one that is extremely popular that neither of us use, but I know a ton of people do is called Shopify. And it's very similar to Square Up and Squarespace. It has a ton of different plugins. There's all sorts of different things to set up on that one. I would just note, and this is going to go back to our, our labels podcast that we did, a labels quick burn that we did mm -hmm. on the idea that if you are not good at websites or graphic design, it's okay to not be good at that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll say that I started off on Shopify and I am really not good at websites like at all. So I honestly, I do have somebody doing my website now and he has given me a discount and I, I send him a candle per month with like a discounted rate. So if you can do that, that's great. But with, with Shopify, I was able to design my entire website myself. And if I can do it, I know y'all can because I am really not good at it. I was gonna say that if you're, if you know what you're doing, go for it. If you don't wanna spend the time to figure it out, then hire someone that knows what they're doing. They can like, the deal that you got is pretty awesome. The fact that you can just ship somebody a, or hand over somebody a, a free candle in exchange for services like trading is a real thing especially at events like everybody does trading at events yes um and so definitely like if you're on a on a tight budget and you don't have the money to pay someone to design your website right now like consider those ask them hey would you be open to a trade or whatever and and start down that path of having them take care. I actually envy Christina and her website setup because she has someone where she can just say, hey, here's my inventory, go update it on my website. And the dude just goes and does it, right? It's something that she doesn't necessarily have to worry about all day, every day. Right. And she can focus on, you can focus on making your candles and making the product, what you're good at. Yeah, well, and, but at the same time, if you're not doing it yourself, you, cause I'm the kind of person, like a lot of people are, you know, type A control personalities. Mm -hmm. If it's not done right, or if, <laughs> you know, you love doing it yourself because you can actually supervise it. Like, you know what you're doing, but I can tell them to do something. And then sometimes it's like, uh, you know, some things are a little off, but okay. So. Hopefully he's not listening, <laughs> but there are some times where 
uh, like recently, I had a customer email me and say that there was no shipping option. It was only pickup only. And it turns out there was like something on the website that was not allowing shipping. And I wouldn't have known that, but it's my fault because I should be also supervising. So if you have somebody that is working on your website, make sure you're kind of not micromanaging, but making sure everything is working out because who knows if they didn't have a shipping option for, for like, you know, if I, I just found that out recently, but it could have been for weeks and I could have lost customers because of that. So right. it goes both ways. It definitely does. I would, I would say that no matter what happens, your website is going to be designed and set up by a human. I, as far as I know, there's nothing that will just like automatically set up a website for you that does everything and enters all your products and all of that. That would be amazing. And so, yeah, that would be amazing. But because of that, like you do need to take into consideration that this is a human and humans make mistakes. I, I work in the IT field and I try my best all day long to make sure everything's right. But there are times where either I was distracted or I typed something incorrectly by accident and it's just like, oh crap, or, I for, I, or I've just straight up forgot to add the thing. And so it's, it, yeah, I mean, it's, it's bittersweet, right? So just make sure that whatever you're doing, you triple check, double check, have someone else go test your website. Right. Give them a code to run an order for free like you can set up like a promo code that they get their entire order free. Don't tell them you're going to give them a free order. Come on. Like we need paying customers here, but yeah. just tell them to walk through the website, give you their feedback and go through the order process and see what that's like. And then you can just cancel the order. Like every single option that you go through, you can cancel an order. So right. it's okay. Like just go through the motions. Okay. Let me just go ahead and say, I'm hoping that Ben doesn't listen, but Ben and I are really good friends. I just wanted to say that I love like Ben, everything that he's done for my website. He has done such a wonderful job and making it, making my vision come to life because some people, I know this is off topic, but sometimes you have that vision and you just want somebody else to see it. And it's really hard for like, I would say you know, the job that he has is really difficult because somebody that's creative that doesn't really know how to like make something look the way they want it to look, they have it in their head, but then, you know, the person like can't really make it come to life. But Ben has really helped me, helped my website come to life and he helps me. I sometimes call him, you know, we, we can meet like once a month and we have like a little uh, brainstorming session on, you know, like, so have a good relationship. Also, if you do have somebody working on your website, make sure you do build that relationship with them because I can call Ben even, he probably, he probably won't like me saying this, but I can even call him after five o'clock and he will respond. Not for everyone. It's just me guys. So don't worry. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> so these are some of the basic things that we think you need to start a business. Um, if there's anything that you think we missed, go ahead and uh, 
send us a message. All right, y'all. So thank you for everyone for listening to the show. I hope you found it helpful and informative. Hot Throw is available where all great podcasts are found. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash hot throw or on Instagram at hot throw podcast. If you'd like to leave us a voice message we can play on a future episode, visit anchor.fm slash hot throw and click the message button. To keep hot throw going, any support is appreciated. You can show your support by visiting anchor.fm slash hot throw and click the support button. Until next time, stay lit. <laughs> I legit burned my wrist yesterday. Oh, are you serious? No, I didn't see that post. Okay, so, I mean, it's not bad. Until next time, don't burn yourself on your freaking oven I know. like Christina did. So it's kind of red right there. Like you can move Like, ouch. I don't know if you've ever had. <laughs> this has happened to me several times, which is kind of embarrassing. But if you have like a kitchen towel or like paper towels sitting next to your uh, stove top when you have. No, it, we put them next to our sink. But go on. <laughs> I can see where this is going. Okay, so. I usually have it on high heat when I'm trying to like remelt some wax. And if there's a paper towel or a hand towel that's too close to it, it will completely engulf in flames. And I had a paper towel that just went up in flames and I didn't know what to do. And I was like, of course, trying to blow on it, trying to like put it out. But of course that didn't work. So I grab the paper towel and I go to throw it in the sink and it like the flame hits me in the wrist. Oh. And it hurts so bad. Like my veins were like popping out of my wrist. It hurt so bad. Oh my gosh. Like I yeah, threw it in the sink and then there's like my whole sink looks like it's in flames and like I turn on the water and it like finally goes out. But I've like I have, I have a towel that has several holes in it because it's gone fire a few times. <laughs> Yeah, this is why I don't belong in the kitchen, but, you know, <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> I'm going to include this entire story in the show, just Go so ahead. you know. No, you should, because I don't okay. care, because I, cause I think it will help somebody else. <laughs> <laughs>